the podcast for Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers podcast. Uh, my name is Falcon, and I'm joined, as always, with my pal, Condor. How are you doing today, Condor? Because I'm a bird oh, like you. You're a bird. Oh, I didn't realize I was a bird. My bad. It's a mating season. It's it's mating season. Nobody told me. <laughs> and, I'm pre- and I'm pretending to be a bird. Are uh, you just trying to con me out of this whole thing, man? Just I am. You find out you're not actually a bird? No, I'm actually... Been, like a panda all along or something? No, I am not a panda. I am actually a leprechaun. And you're not giving me any of your gold, are you? No, I'm giving you bronze. And everyone knows bronze is not as much fun as gold. But anyway. Anyway, everybody, it has been a while. We have not recorded yeah. for almost two weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. About Mr. Falcon was on vacation and I was moving, as you can see from my background. If you watched Such our Demon fancy Slayer background. Movie, if you watched our Demon Slayer movie, you would have seen it, but that's highly adverse. Well, actually, you could probably have never seen it at all because it's not even on YouTube. I don't even know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's, it's not on YouTube yet. Apologies. I, I'm just thinking ahead. Anyway, yeah, I moved, yeah. and Falcon here was on vacation. How was your mm-hmm. vacation, Falcon? It was very relaxing. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I rented a houseboat. Very chill, very quiet. I liked it a lot. Because mosquitoes got in the boat some, which I didn't think about, but, you know, my, minor details, minor details. Did they bite you? I, I got, like, one bite. I, so oh, it wasn't terrible, but, did, you know. Did you sleep on the boat? Yeah, it was it was a houseboat, so I had like a bathroom, a bed, a kitchen. It was a lot wow. of fun. Yeah, that actually sounds really cool. I'd like to do something like that one. It day. was cool. That's why I went on vacation there. Uh, I got out and explored some, but I just kind of chilled on the boat, watching TV. You know, they very had relaxing. TV on the boat. Yeah, they had two. They had one in the bedroom and they had one in the living room. Wow, was it like yeah. a big TV? Or was it like a small one? Smaller TV. So I mean, you're on a boat. You don't have a ton of space. Um. Well, my TV is a 40 inch, so I don't know if that's like the size of the TV on there, if it's be small. No, no. Uh, the the TV in the living room might have been like a 30 inch, um, uh, but then the the TV in the bedroom was probably like a 20 inch or something. It wasn't very big. Okay, well that that seems yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm just so used to my 40 inch TV now that I don't understand how I could ever use a 32 inch. It's just so big and it's so perfect. I love it. Yeah, I mean, I've got a 40 inch. I think it's a good size. But anyway. This week, we are talking about anime. Once We're talking again. about anime? What? You didn't know? What? No. Oh, man. We're obviously yeah. talking about Code Geass, right? No, 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 no. That's next week, Condor. What? Next you already week. spoiled it. Code Geass Spectacular. <laughs> anyway, no, no, we're, we're talking double. about the, the Great Pretender this week. Wait, what are we talking about? The Great Pretender. No, you're no, you're you're, you're conning me. I don't believe you. I'm, I'm conning you. Oh I don't man, how'd you know? We're obviously talking about Ruby because of that awesome background, right? We're not watching oh, yeah. the Great Pretender. That that's no a, one cares about your Ruby background. That's a movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's a the movie. Great, is it a movie? Yeah. Is there a yeah. movie the Great Dude, Pretender? Of course. What what did you watch? I watched the movie. I watched I watched the Netflix original anime. The Great anime? Pretender. We don't watch anime. anime. We're not weebs. Mm-hmm. I am not seeing a movie called The Great Pretender. Really? I'm only seeing about the anime. Oh, wait, there we go. A 1999-1991 Hong Kong comedy directed by Ronnie Yu. That's funny because when I type in... A 2018 drama directed by Nathan Silver. That's actually funny because when I type in The Great Pretender, it's literally the movie that appears. Mm. I don't even see the anime. There's also a game show from Britain called The Great Pretender. Yeah, so I watched the game show, Mm. obviously. What did you watch? I watched the anime, like I've, I've been okay. saying. Well, I guess this, we watched uh, two this ep- mm. Yeah, all right, we'll just have to talk about what we each watch separately, you know? Okay. Okay. This We're is why running. I hate Dark Souls. <laughs> that's, that's, okay. All right, uh, let's get back on track there, Falcon. You're yeah. distracting us with your tangents and whatnot. So, uh, Me? we watched this anime okay. called The Great Pretender. It's mm-hmm. an anime that's only on Netflix. You can watch it dubbed or subbed. It has two seasons, but 23 episodes in total, which is weird. The first season is 14 episodes, and the second season is only nine episodes. Yeah. Uh, we only watched season one because we didn't realize season two was only nine episodes because uh, I'm yeah. stupid. And we were also, we also busy at the time, so mm-hmm, that's probably yeah. why we didn't watch it. So at the, we only watched uh, season one, which is fine, which is basically this anime, as uh, Falcon described it to me earlier, is more like a heist anime in a sense, where mm-hmm. basically you have these, much. Gr- this group of people and they're trying to con really high 
like rich people not because they're not not like because they're the bad guys they uh they con they con bad guys because they're good guys yeah they're they're pretty much like robin hood uh they're pretty much just like a heist team if the heist team was robin hood they're finding Except these they keep the money for themselves yeah no, they wait, find these they? uh not all the time there was that one at the start of case two where they conned that guy and gave the money to the employee he just fired um oh, it was like set up for like while they were all getting back together um but yeah, uh, it was that employer who like was sexually harassing her, and he got fired, and so they ended up like stealing yes, his she, money and yes, giving it to her. Yeah, she shared my name. She stole my name. Yeah, she did. Her name was her name was Condor. How it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. So pretty much that's it. It's about this group of four people who uh just run who are essentially just con men or swindlers, and they just try to plan these elaborate cons to get money from these really wealthy terrible people well it's not four people it's like a big group but like the four people are the four characters that the anime focuses on obviously it'd it'd be impossible with what they do it would be impossible to do it with four people like they go in like they go into detail you would not expect it like Mm -hmm. when i was watching the first case i want to talk about it a little later but when i was watching the first case i was actually surprised by a lot of things that was happening i'll admit hopefully you probably felt the same way with the Mm -hmm. first case yeah, no, Obviously, it was when, great. When a lot of things happened, and I'm just like, wait, what? Wait, what? Wait, what? You know, the whole time. So, I mean, they had moments like that throughout all of them, but I feel like the first one had the, the most yeah, kind the of just like, wait, the- what? What did they just do? Um, but also, it's kind of setting like, up everything. I don't feel like the second or the third one had the same amount of WTF moments as the first no. one because. Because in the because obviously you use the first case to establish the characters and second and third one you have the characters and they're basically telling you hey this is what's happening because in the first one the main character is kind of like left in the dark a lot so, he is but not in the second or the third one so that's why I feel like there wasn't as many WTF I'm not actually trying to think back I don't remember any WTF moments I feel like the second and third cases plan. were more about fleshing out like character backstories yes that's as opposed to having be. like what WTF moments. And I, um, I like that. I like that too. Mm-hmm. That's what I like those. But I'm saying like the, for the first case, uh, it's a lot of WTF. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I definitely feel like I think the first case was probably my favorite of the cases. I want to say. It, it was more exciting and kind of what's going on. And then it all kind of like it's explained at the end and you see how it all works. But the, the thing is, you, I can't really compare the case for the first case to the third case because the first case uh, is is just way different than the other two cases. Mm, true. Uh I, I mean I like the first case as a good starting point the same way with like how I like why I think Kamoshida is a good starting point for Persona 5 it really gets you into mm-hmm. the world it really gets you to understand everything that's what I felt like the first case for this anime did mm-hmm. but uh the third case I like more for the character development uh not the character development but the characters that we get to learn and everything that mm-hmm. happened there I really liked all the characters that happened so yeah it's just hard to it's just hard to uh to choose you know yeah, I mean, they're definitely very different, um, but I like that we just, they also eat, I think the first case was five episodes, then the other two, the first was five, the second was five, and then the third case was only four, I think. Yes. Uh, yeah, because it was 14 episodes. Um, yeah, I, I like, they didn't feel rushed. I feel like they were perfectly paced. They didn't feel rushed to me, um, but they didn't feel drawn out either. Would you agree with that, or did you think that differently? Mm, well for a heist anime like this you really have to be careful with everything you do mm-hmm. so it makes sense that uh some things may have felt drawn drawn out to me you know like you, you got to be cautious you got to be careful this is literally right. like this is could be life or death there was literally some life and death situations oh, yeah. happening in the show as well so obviously you got to be as careful as you can be mm-hmm. oh, this was originally a manga this only has one volume what's Wait, it was a manga? I didn't know it's that. A, it was a manga f- before it became an anime. No, literally the manga came out June 10th, and then the anime came out July 8th, a month later. What? Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. So is this like an original anime? Oh, it's a manga adapta- adaptation. Okay. Where did, this, where did this series come from? Is it original uh-huh. Japanese? The Wit Studio? The first... Oh, so maybe the manga was the first case, and then they decided to make original cases. Okay, that would make sense, I think. I, Especially with I'm... how the first case ends, which I won't say how it ends, because I feel like that's kind of just something we don't want to spoil. Um, unless we maybe decide to in the spoiler section, but that, that would kind of make sense. I could see that as being like a one-shot kind of deal. Yeah. 
I can that, that can that would make that would make sense for why the first case was so good compared to the second and third case, which is I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's a bad thing, but it's just a different thing. Anyway, I think we've uh talked about that enough, but we can talk about it more later. Why don't we get into oh, yeah. our characters? I guess we'll start with our main uh yeah, I guess he's the main character. Uh Makoto Edamura. Makoto Edamura or Edamame, Yo, which is what Edamame. everybody else calls him. Or what yeah. he are his self-proclaimed Japan's greatest swindler. Mm-hmm. Basically, you start the show and you got this guy and his little old friend, and he's basically a con man. He's conning people. Uh, he's like, Oh, so this is this how it sets the tone. You got this type of anime, and then and then it's literally like little man finds himself in a bigger world. He finds someone else who's yeah. a bigger con man than him. And then they start like going at each other a little bit. Obviously, they end up working together. That's not the point. Eh, Makoto is a Japanese man. And I say Japanese for one reason. Yes, we're watching an anime, which is made by Japan. Mm-hmm. But this anime takes place in multiple places. America, mm-hmm. yeah. Singapore, France, Japan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, something I really liked about the anime is if when you watch it dubbed, uh, basically, it actually starts out subbed. So for me, when I was watching it, I didn't realize I was watching it in English. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just put it on. I'm like, all right, time to watch it. So I assumed uh, it was just going to be in Japanese because I'm like, oh, it's probably not a big anime, so it probably doesn't have a dub or anything, you know. Which is kind, of, which you know, other animes like Demon Slayer, or Kuroko's Basket, who which don't have, which have dubs. Mm-hmm. So I thought this one would just be a subbed one. Uh, then like five, six minutes into the episode, it's like everything will be translated to English now. Then they all started talking English and I'm like, Oh wow, this is like super cool. And I like it, but like, it doesn't like stop there. I think it was the third case. uh, And like, there was these, I think it was Koreans at like a sushi place and they were talking Korean. They weren't talking in like English, like everybody else. So I'm like, wow, this is like really cool that they're like showing like the nationalities and like the different cultures and And stuff. Even in the third case, uh, Edimer is living at this like boarding house and the guy who owns the boarding house doesn't know English. So everything he says is in French. Oh, yeah. Um, his daughter has to like translate it so Edimer can understand because he decided to live in France and not learn French. So, you know, um, but yeah, it, they did. They did it really well. I liked it. I would have been fine if even if like in the third case, they were in France and they were all speaking French and we still had subtitles, but it was just all in French because they were doing it in France. But I get that no, would probably we, we. confuse a lot of people. We oui, we oui. it didn't confuse me. I understand what was happening right mm-hmm. from the get go. I ain't small time. Anyway, Makoto, his mm-hmm. date of birth is unknown. He's in his late twenties. You know, he's an old guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's as old as you, Falcon. <laughs> uh, he's. I, I mean, I'm I'm thirty. So depending on how late twenties he is, maybe. Yeah. Um, you're, you're yeah he, uh, what? You're 28. Don't lie. No, not. <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So he's he uh is working with this guy Kudo, and they're just kind of like low rate con men. Essentially, they're trying to like at the start. I think they're trying to sell water filters to elderly people by saying the water is contaminated or whatever. Um, which turns out it's just a test to see if he can uh pass it to be recruited by Laurent, who's the guy who kind of drags him into this bigger world of scams. The, the anime was already trying to get you into its like web of like it's like its web of novelties right from the get-go. Literally right, right from the get-go. Yeah, and so uh, then he ends up like he tries uh, giving Laurent this wallet full of money and the thing is he's going to like show him the wallet of money and then, you know, slide it back into his hand to give him a wallet of fake money um, and they get back from doing that to realize he picked the wallet of money back and so he's trying to find the guy uh, and he finds them they end up going to la yeah yeah la and uh that's where the first case kind of happens he kind of gets pulled in um and uh they end up having this working relationship together because of it now let's see if this character passes the main character test did you like him as the character main character falcon i know you don't like main characters that much did you like makoto edamami as a can character I did, especially at the start. Um, the second and third cases, I don't think he was my favorite, but I think out of the first case, I really liked him the best. But we're kind of seeing this world of high stakes, like conning through his eyes with him for like the first time. So we're that's why I think we're having all the like WTF moments because they're not telling him everything. So he's out in the dark about a lot of it. Um, like even in the first case, they give uh, the first case is dealing with like a drug runner, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um 
and it, he, Laurent has this candy he's giving people and they're all acting like they're high. And so he just like shoves one in at Amame's mouth and he freaks out and runs away only to find out later that it's not actually drugs, it's just candy. And they have people, you know, like working on the inside to make it seem like it's drugs. Um, it's like all those moments like that to where he's left out of the loop, I feel like made it just even more interesting and kind of made it be like, this dude's crazy. But then you slowly kind of figure everything out by the end and uh, I liked him as a main character. The second and third, where you kind of know more along what's going along every step of the way, uh, he kind of just felt like he was there. Um, I heavily disagree for the third case. I mean, it oh, was, well, yeah, he plays a lot in the third case, it I guess. Kind of thanks to him that everything worked out in the end, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. I really like it. And the second case, a little bit as well, honestly. But I mean, the second case is probably the weakest for me. You probably will agree. Yeah, I mean, he just kind of didn't really want to be there in the second case. Well, yeah, he wanted. He didn't want to be a con man anymore because so yeah. main the main characters uh so the main character has a bit of a tragic backstory, not as tragic as some of the other characters in the show. But basically, yeah. his father got arrested for being a what was it, a fake lawyer, I think it was. Yeah, he was he was pretending to be like a an uh not an attorney, a prosecutor. Yeah, um, and he was he was lying and essentially just like bribing his way to get the things he wanted, and he got caught and arrested. So therefore. He had a hard time getting work because his dad's past was following him around. And the only place he found a job ended up being like like a fake company. And so he goes to jail for being a con man unwillingly. But then because of that, he's kind of like screwed out of any decent job because, oh, your dad was a con man and you were a con man. Why do I want to hire a con man? Um, So he kind of got the short end of the stick on that front uh, and couldn't really do anything else for a bit. So then, um, his, then his mom, who you, who uh, she dies from a sickness, or mm-hmm. I, I think, yeah, she dies from a sickness. But obviously, beforehand, she's like, "Oh, you gotta live your life to the best of your abilities. Be positive with what you do and stuff." Yeah. So he decides to become a con man. But after the first, he's like, "I don't want to be a con man anymore." But he keeps getting dragged into it, or there wouldn't be an anime. Right. Yeah. Um. And we won't say how he gets out of being a con man because that's just a really fun kind of like WTF moment. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun just to see how like each time he gets drawn back into it when he's just trying to live a normal, productive life. Um, but I really liked Makoto Edamura. I thought he was a lot of fun. Um, I think he is a very good character. Not the perfect main character, but a good oh, character no. that gets like that gets the everything going. He really tries to understand everybody else. Because like you can obviously say the second case was about one character. You can say the third case is about another character mm-hmm. of like the main group. I mean, not like the right. characters that are trying to con, but that's what I like, and I feel like I like it the third, the third, the third case the most for that regard. I feel like he really he really helped out a lot for one of the characters, helped to like get her life back to a little bit more mm-hmm. normalcy, you know. Because they, they right. obviously show they show the reasons for why people become what they did, and right. it's just sad. But that's just yeah. Just, but at the end yeah. of the day, Makoto uh, is a fun character. But did you guys know? Did you know? Hmm? Where the heck did the trivia go? The heck. Oh, I scrolled all the way down to the comments. No. Why'd you go to the comments? No. Also, it's worth noting while you're looking that up, Edamura loves collecting capsule toy figures. That was what I was going to say, and you ruined it. Well, too bad. I hate I, hate I got it this time. No, but the, it's I... usually like the more like historical figure capsule toys, too. Now which I'm going to go fun. on a little tangent about uh, Dark Souls again. Okay. I guess if you feel the need uh i am good at games haha ha. Yeah, ha, ha. big funny pixar didn't happen uh anyway Wait, what <laughs> what oh i thought you said pixar no no pics or it didn't uh maybe i'm uh, talking well, too, too fast too, yeah you are calm down well oh man but I, now i want to talk even faster all right let's move on to our next character what i guess that'll be laurent theory he i think has that's how you his last name Thierry, Thierry, something like that. Thierry. Yeah. He is an in- expert international con man, renowned mm-hmm. for his persuasiveness and quick way. He's, he's like a mysterious character a little bit, you know? Yeah. He's, I think, the only of the main four we really don't know that much about. We know a little bit about him, but not a whole lot. I know about um, him because I was spoiled. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's what happens when, you, when uh, you're looking up a wikia. Yeah. I mean, just happens sometimes. Uh, yeah, dab, he always dab, wears dab, like... Dab. He always wears like Hawaiian shirts when he's not like trying to impress like marks to like blend in as like a salesman or whatever. Um, he has a very uh, laissez-faire attitude and just kind of like 
everything's going to work out in the end. So let's just, you know, go with the flow. Don't stress out about it. Um, very quick witted as well. Uh, but he's, he's a lot of fun. He uh, always has. I really like him. He was a really fun character, especially in like the first case, you know, I think he's probably my favorite character from the show overall. Probably your favorite character in the show overall. Yeah. He's definitely a fun one to watch. I'll, I'll say that. He, mm-hmm. he definitely kept like the, he definitely kept things going. I wouldn't say, uh, yeah, he definitely kept, Oh, I mean, I was going to say he didn't do much, but at the same time, I feel like everybody from like the main four and like their group would probably mm-hmm. like, they didn't do a lot, but they did just enough to be able to make the thing go, you know? They, they kind of focused on their area of expertise. Um, so like Edamura is good at kind of like the little odd jobs that they needed to have performed. So he would just kind of do whatever they needed him to. Laurent's the kind of like charming, quick-witted, kind of classy vibe to him. So he would handle most of those jobs. Like uh, the one where they have very temporarily like a fight ring set up. You know, he's the he's the guy taking the money for the, the bets and dealing with the people that way. And uh, but- then you have... Abby, who's more sporty and kind of dealt with the more like actiony kind of skill based roles, that sort of deal. They all kind of had their little area and they would do what they needed to do in that area. Oh, I yeah. Feel. But did you know that Laurent is bisexual? Really? I did not know in that. This, in the second part of screenwriter Ryoto Furusawa's interview, he confirms Laurent is attracted to all genders bisexual. Mm. Whoa. Look at that. That's something. Maybe that's more of a, maybe you can actually notice that in season two, because I didn't really think it showed in season one. But did you know that his name is probably a reference to the real life con artist, Christophe Theory, Daniel Rokencourt, who used the name Christopher D. Laurentis as one of his many aliases? I did not know this. That is I know. That is actually a really fun fact. But did Mm. you know that Laurent also knows nine different languages, including French, English, German, Italian, Spanish, Russian, Korea, Chinese, and Japanese? That makes sense. I mean, he's been all over the world doing all kinds of like really crazy cons. He's definitely a seasoned person. He definitely knows what he's doing. He definitely can like put his foot forward and be like, hey, I know what I'm doing. You can't mess with me. Though I'm sure he has a sad past that just like everybody else because they wouldn't be a character if they didn't have right. a sad past or else they'd be a side character yeah i mean if this show if you like people with like tragic pasts then you'll like a lot of these characters if you don't like tragic past you're kind of gonna kind of get annoyed with it a little bit i guess just all of them are like super tragic like there's one in particular that like it's tragic but it's also not like tear wrenching or anything tragic um but yeah, I like I- Laurent. he's just very mysterious <laughs> we don't know a ton about him Besides, he's very smart, very confident in his ability as a con man. And, and season uh, two will go into that more, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Because he's the only one we really didn't focus on in season one. Yeah, because everyone kept calling him a mysterious person. They didn't really understand him and stuff. You know, like, oh, we don't know what he's thinking. He's like a, he's like a loose cannon a bit. But he is still mm-hmm. loyal to his group. I can 100% get Oh, yeah. Him. Like, he would never betray any of them. Um, <laughs> season two, he betrays them. Probably. That's probably exactly what's going to happen. Uh, but, yeah, no, I like him a lot. I think even Abby says at one point, like, she doesn't ask questions about his backstory because he does his job and gives her her cut, you know, and that's all good enough for her. Um, yeah, anything else you want to say about him or shall we move on to uh, Abigail? Mm, we can move on to Abigail. You got it. So Abigail Jones, aka Abby for short. Abby. Her name yeah. is Abigail. She's very athletic. Mm-hmm. She's also in the first case. All these characters are in the first case. Yeah. They're Don't all watch in every this case. anime if you do not want to watch cases. That is the problem. That is the solution. That, that's the problem. Okay. Um, no, that's well, the right. solution. She is tanned. Mm-hmm. She she is tanned. That that's important, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. The, the weekend doesn't say much about her. But basically, Abigail is this person who who gets introduced with. Uh, well, he gets she gets introduced in a weird way, unexpected way. This is again the love like for the first case. It's like one of the WTF moments. Yeah, a little expected, but not like completely expected. It actually caught me by right. surprise. But that's because that's because I'm not like thinking like literally episode one. I'm just like, oh, what is happening with here? Oh. Looks mm-hmm. like she's actually on the good side, but not the bad side. Oh, looks like she's with the bad side, not the good side. I don't think that thing those things through in the first episode. So that's why the WTF moments happen a lot during the first case for this. I'm right. I'm, I'm sure the thing did you call it? Did you call it with with Abby? 
Uh, I didn't know. I didn't call it. Oh, you um, didn't. You probably. I wasn't thinking that, that. I was like you. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. Like yeah, exactly. This it's show only was episode about, one. Yeah, literally was, episode one. <laughs> like I knew this show was about con men because like that's why I was interested the first time. I was like, oh, two con men go do. I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I'd I'd probably like it. Um, so but yeah, you, you I didn't told know me it was, it was more heist. Like, you told yeah, me it was I a heist. Like anime. A heist so I'm like thinking GTA. I'm like thinking there's just a group of guys just going to like rob a bank. That's literally yeah. my thoughts going into the show. Uh, yeah. So like, I was thinking like, I don't know it was technically the highest anime at the time. I just was about like two con men doing stuff. So I wasn't expecting like a bunch of twists and stuff. And I was like, okay, no, this is more just kind of like an actual heist, but it's not just like, you know, oh, we're going to go steal all this money from a bank vault. It's, you know, more, oh, this guy's kind of a dick. Let's go take all his money and That's uh, what I was gonna ruin happen. his life, you know? And so it was like, <laughs> okay. Um, but I kind of liked, I really liked it though, but I like heist movies and stuff in general. So uh, once, once I saw that it was kind of like that, but not just all about banks and stuff. I, I really I, I liked it a lot. Um, but yeah, I, I like Abby. I like the premise more than I thought it was originally going to be. Abby's mm-hmm. probably my most least favorite character in the show. Not that I don't I hate her. She just wasn't that interesting. Yeah, she she has the least personality. I feel she's very she kind of has that Sundare vibe about her. Um, it's kind of like Sundare. Oh, I did not feel like a Sundare to me at all. Nah, she just kind of she sticks show? away from people. <sighs> Were you like, watching? <laughs> Yes, I'm not saying like she's in love with anybody, but she has that standoffish, like leave me alone personality a lot of the time. She just wants to do the job, get her money, and leave. Like that's well, all Falcon, she cares about. The reason for that is because she had a really tragic backstory. She, I feel like she had the most tragic backstory out of everybody so far that we know. Yeah, um, that, yeah, out of the ones we know about, uh, definitely. Um, but she's the one that they usually do like any sort of like driving and stuff. Like the second case involves planes, and they're like, hey. You're the one who's going to learn how to fly the plane for us. Best of luck. Um, but yeah, and then like you see her like in between cases, like on dirt bikes doing jumps and stuff. She's kind of their athletic one, the one who does all the parts of the con that need some sort of uh, driving skill or just athletic skill. She's the one who does that that side of it. I'm like in one of them, she's pretending to be a boxer. Um, that's oh, yeah. kind of what she does. Um, but yeah, I guess the wiki says it best. Abigail is often cold, blunt, and brutally honest. Yep, very um, honest. She kept calling. She kept saying to Makoto that he probably wouldn't be able to do it, wouldn't be able to uh, survive in their world. But you know, I think she comes to respect him just a tiny bit as the sh- the anime goes on in season one. I think she does, especially at the end of case like two. Him. She still, I don't think, likes him at all. Um, eh, probably not. It's but fine. She at least like is like, all right, well, he's not going to get us killed or caught, so okay let him do his thing as long as he doesn't goof up i'm cool with it um i would say abigail is the character who is the main focus of see the second case would oh, you agree with that sentiment mr falcon yeah, she was oh thank you for agreeing with me i feel happy now yeah i'm glad i mean i'm glad i made you feel happy i know that's all like that's what life. it's all about being happy yeah all right but did you know that there is no back there's no trivia facts about abigail in the week well then you just need to say that she looks like natalie portman and halle berry mixed together uh, you just got that up from the description you f- hey hey Are you trying to con don't me don't judge me i'm not trying to con you i'd say that i knew me. that off the top of my head maybe i should just play along and say yes i was trying to con you but then you'll probably want me to like buy you food or something and i'll be like no what <sighs> what anyway anything else you want to say about abby or should we no, move on let's move on to the, ne- the to the best girl I, I agree. Next girl is best girl, and that is Cynthia Moore. Yes, she is the best girl, which because you, you've totally forgot her name. What? You her name called is her Carol. You called her Caroline earlier. That was me waking up. I didn't call her Caroline. I called her Catherine. It's dumb. Ugh. It started with the C. Okay, I got it right. Or at least that part right. Um, but Cynthia I, I enjoyed, Moore. She was the character in the first case that I did not expect to happen at all. Mm-hmm. No, she was the biggest kind of like, wait, what? She was the biggest WTF <laughs> in the first case. I'm going to say that for a fact. All right. I'm mm-hmm. just going to say this. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you're not, I don't want, do yourself a favor. Don't, don't look up any pictures. Don't do anything. If you're interested in this animated from us talking to it, go watch it on Netflix, at mm-hmm. least the first five episodes. And then you'll understand why we're saying all these things. 
because you know, like, whenever we get this edited i might just not put a picture of her i might just put like a question mark like a question mark for just, just put it for all the characters like who's this? which character is this you guys just, just put a character from like one piece or dragon ball z or something <laughs> like we're talking about cynthia and then put from luffy pokemon. in there from pokemon <laughs> so, was also the best I girl could, in pokemon. i could do that just not even if put her just put a guard chomp on the screen the best girl that is 100 percent fact if your name is mm-hmm. cynthia you are best girl Okay. Anyway, Cynthia does that include Rugrats, where Cynthia's the the Barbie doll? Yes, yes. yes, Oh, okay. She is in her early mid forties. She is old. Hey, mid forties is not that old. Okay, Mister Thirty Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But she is she is quite the beauty for a forty year old. mm -hmm. She basically is a part of the team, and she she was the main focus of 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 the third case, which I really liked a lot. This is why I really like what Makoto did for her Mm -hmm. in the third case. I thought it was really sweet and happy, you know. But uh, she is uh, she takes pride in her sex appeal. Yeah, that is that is something she 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 uh, she takes pride, especially in the second case. Uh, but she does lose her quote when she's called a cougar, so don't call her that. Yeah, she don't like it when people call her that. It is mentioned yeah, she... that despite being in her forties, she acts like she's in her twenty year old. She's like in her twenties, mm-hmm. and she can drink. Oh, can she oh, drink? Oh, can she drink? Oh, can she drink? Mm-hmm. And she has purple eyes, the eyes of royalty. That's how you know she's the best girl, obviously. Abby had purple eyes as well. We're not talking about Abby. We're talking about Cynthia. I'm just saying, if you're not talking about eye color, Abigail also had purple eyes. Yeah, well, Ab- Ab- Abigail stole them from Cynthia. So. <sighs> wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, such, it's such terrible. Yeah, it really is terrible. Mm. I can't believe it freaking mm. happened. It pisses me off. Wow, I, I can't believe you feel so strongly about that. I do. I really, I really mm. do. It really wow. is angers me i don't even know how i'm going to survive anymore yeah yeah she's the uh, she's the member of the team who kind of lures the the uh men over she's the sex appeal she is the sex appeal i feel like she's also fairly smart they don't really highlight that but it seems like she's a very intellectual person i i think they're all the four characters are highly intellectual people i don't i don't understand i think i think they showed cynthia's smarts really well i mean she was the one who had the idea of the painter guy in the third case you know that's actually true yeah even if it, because like, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but but you mm. you could probably understand why it must have been a painful choice to her to choose him. No, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah, and if you watch so. the show, you will understand it too. Watch the show. Go watch what? it. Right now. What do you us talk about? Just go watch the show. In fact, go watch the show while we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh. But Cynthia yeah. is the best girl. Probably one of the best characters in the show for me. But that's because mm-hmm. sex appeal. Wow, totally just because of that. That's that's the whole reason. And her, I like her character in season in volume. I keep in case three. Oh yeah, yeah. The seasons, volumes, cases. Oh my god. Mm. Oh, ah, my case god. three was great. It really, she's she is really like. They focus on Abigail a lot in case two, but even without her, I feel like case two probably could have like been successful. Uh, I feel like without Cynthia, case three would not have like been successful at all they all would have gotten caught like really early well that's because it was the main character who decided who wanted to con a certain person and he just he picked mm-hmm. a guy who was literally like one of the best guys yeah case Lee revolves around um like a painting are you drinking and, uh, coke? i am i'm drinking a cherry vanilla coke how could you how could You're i what frostbite mountain dew well, i mean frostbite isn't my favorite mountain dew it's no baja blast uh, well there's no baja blast for sale right now i know it's so sad actually summer is coming so it should be for sale Ooh, this is very true this is very true everybody go buy baja blast and maybe bird brothers can be sponsored by mountain dew <laughs> mountain dew would sponsor <laughs> us hey uh, yeah brother <laughs> yeah we're gonna every day on twitter mountain dew day one that you still have not sponsored us please sponsor us. Please sponsor day two mountain dew hey please <laughs> Listen, listen. That would be a good way to get us blocked by Mountain Dew. I literally drink Mountain Dew and I use the bathroom. If that's not dedication to Mountain Dew, I don't know what is. Mountain Dew, you better sponsor us. Thank you. Anyway, uh, I like Cynthia. She's Mm -hmm. a great character. Hopefully she does more in the season two of the anime. Mm -hmm. Uh, She likes art. I like art. Yeah. Why don't we move on? (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, uh, that's really all the characters we have. Well, there uh, is other characters, as we mentioned. Well, they have, like, a group, but these are the four characters. The main characters, the main yeah. Characters. Um, the main crew, the main cast, the main entourage. Like, the others show up in the cases and do stuff, but they might be on screen, like, a total of, like, two minutes the whole time. So there's not much to really say about them. Uh, but, yeah, that is that is our group. What was their actual group name? I forgot what they called Team themselves. Confidence. Team Confidence, that's right. Uh, that, that really says the that the whole time in the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's the whole group of the main characters. Uh, but they also like they're not like confirmed a group. They just like team up when they need each other, and then they go off and do their own things, which I kind of like. They're not like officially yeah. like this team that does everything together. It's like, hey, I've got a job. I need you. You in? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Team confidence is back. Let's go. You know. But uh, that was that was always fun. Um, any uh, other fun facts that you or I have found? I don't I believe I actually so. didn't even look up fun facts at all. I'm so out of it. Jeez. I looked up a few, but I, I think we've already talked about them, just about the characters. So, the characters, I, I mean, so knowing that Laurent else. is bisexual, that's actually a fun fact that they confirmed mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, okay, opening and ending, opening and ending. Me and Falcon yeah. here are di- divided on the opening and ending. So the opening is GP by Yutaka Yamada. And I really like this because it kind of gives me like old school Pink Panther vibes. It's not like an opening song with like words and stuff. It's just kind of this like jazz music that plays. Um, But it it was just giving me Pink Panther vibes. And I always liked the Pink Panther movies. They were always good, like detective movies and stuff. Does GP Uh, stand for Great Pretender? Probably. Wow. Uh, It doesn't say. It just says it's called GP. And it is by Yutaka Yamada. Yutaka Yamada. Yamada. I assume GP probably stands for a great pretender. I love... Yeah, he worked on Tokyo Ghoul. I haven't watched Tokyo Ghoul. uh, Vinland Uh, Saga. Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, I've not seen any of those. For some reason, I feel like this guy might have done some sort of like video game or something, maybe. I'm seeing only movie works, anime works, and TV drama works. Nothing about video okay, games. Okay, maybe not. And I'm on this Wikipedia page. Yeah, I just went to the Wikipedia page. I went to his my anime list and saw stuff. Did you, did yeah, maybe you not. Watch? Maybe it's just familiar. It's like similar to another person I know who did some music. But okay. Did you watch the live action Bleach film in 2018? I did not. Because I didn't even know there worked. was a live action Bleach film. He worked on that as a composer. Okay. Uh, he also did Soul Reviver, Soul Gala, Tokyo Ghoul, Onigiri, Vinland Saga, Babylon, Great Pretender, this, and then Nighthead 2041. So I don't think it's anything you, we've watched or heard about. So no. maybe the name just sounds familiar to you. But Probably. of course, he is nothing. He's not a no, new. He's not a big guy. I personally did not like the opening. Uh, it definitely fit the the theme of the show. I'll mm-hmm. say, but I just personally didn't like it. But I'm more. I'm all. I just like shows with with lyrics. This one didn't have any lyrics in it. Yeah, it was just a jazz thing, and then it kind of shows like some highlights to kind of like tease the cases from the the season. All right, but now let's move on to the better song, the ending theme, which is also called "The Great Pretender," which is sung by Freddie Mercury. And obviously, mm-hmm. if you are a, a person who exists in the world, you know who Freddie Mercury is. If you don't, then obviously there's something wrong with you. I mean, maybe some of the like younger, like newest generation, don't know who he is, but the majority of people, I feel know who freddie mercury is yes yes but it's originally by the platters but basically mm-hmm. this is a lyrical song so it's a good song that's 100 percent confirmed um i really like it a lot i only watched it twice <laughs> you like it a lot you only watched it twice wow i always, I always skipped wow. it because it gave, netflix gives you the option to skip it i wanted to get right. to the anime as fast as possible mm. but i liked it for when i heard it I always like the beginning where it goes, oh, yes. And then the cat just jumps out. That's just I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't understand why the cat was there. Like for the longest time, I was like, why is there just this random cat in the ending? Uh, but yeah, it was like, all right. But Falcon likes the opening more than the ending. I like the ending more than the opening. You can just, why don't you, why don't you tell us which one you like more in the comments below? Yeah, yeah. Let us know in the comments or yes. on Twitter at BurberoPod. Yeah, tell Falcon how wrong he is and how great Freddie, mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury is. I mean, I like Freddie Mercury. I'm just not a big fan of his version of The Great Pretender. Yeah. Like, I just prefer the, the fun, jazzy opening. It kind of gets me in the mood for the show. Like, a kind of heist detective kind of show, you know? I just, it just does it really, really well. 
but there's also a lot of insert songs in this mm-hmm. as well a lot of different ones they actually go with the theme like for the american one it's like a rap yeah for the uh singapore one what was it like um it was it more of kind of just like a poppier song i felt yeah, like it was like a poppier song and then for uh the france one it was like a like a just like a slow song like mm-hmm. obviously it was like a love song like a nice like slow dance song you would slow dance to yeah and it looks like there's some more in uh season two as well but we're not gonna talk about those so right right uh and that's really it for the song honestly the soundtrack for this was really great as well which is obviously for like heist animes crime animes the soundtracks are usually really good mm-hmm. so and there weren't too many tracks there was only like i think in season showing for first season there was like three no uh, like, uh four like insert songs or whatever like two four to six like one to two per like area i am now just realizing that makoto's friend kudo is actually voiced by mike pollock who voices dr eggman and now he is the best character in the show oh man well kudo's not that important unfortunately uh well he is to me now (laughs) okay well oh wow the whole season two anime is the whole fourth case jesus yeah, dude, I looked that up earlier. It's all nine episodes are one case, so I feel like that's gonna be all about Laurent. Oh, um, so the so what they did was they uploaded. Oh no, they did it. Never mind. Ignore me. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I thought I realized something, but I didn't. Oh, okay. But yes, the music is as good. If you are watching this anime, you will one hundred percent like this music. I enjoyed it the mm-hmm. whole time I was watching it. I will. There's no denying that. I assume you enjoyed it as well, Mr. Falcon. I did. I really enjoyed it a lot. It's a lot of fun. Kind of right up my alley of shows to watch. Not as fun as that fireplace in the background. Oh! Oh! I haven't used the fireplace in the background, actually. All right, what's next? Is our weave question next? Because I've literally been so long since uh, just... Yes, it is our weave moment slash question. Um, so, hypothetically, if you were a part of Team Confidence and there is somebody you wanted to con who would you con and why it can be real person fake person doesn't matter it's just a question i want to con you you want to con me you don't have stuff to con yeah but like i can always just get a group to do it and you would never expect it i will now because you've told me yeah but i'll just if i get robbed i'm gonna be like darn that condor i'll just do it a year or two from now (laughs) <laughs> sure, uh, sure honestly i don't know who i would rob because i don't know real people literally my first thought is donald trump but that's because <laughs> I, I don't know people and he's a bad person i mean it could be a fake person like you could you could rob a uh, blackbeard from one piece or uh really Tom really want to rob you really want to rob five. a guy who could literally suck you into a dark void I'm, yeah, this is all that. hypothetical okay he also like, lives on saying. a pirate ship how are you gonna get on the pirate ship you you go from another pirate ship, or you meet him at a port, being like, "I yeah. want to be a crew member." I, I want to hear I want to hear you your thoughts on how you would you would con Blackbeard. First, you have to infiltrate his sick filled with like ten of his trusted generals. Oh, and also currently he's one of the biggest pirate, uh, one of the bad, best evil pirates in the show. So good luck trying to get into his entourage. I'm I mean, I know saying, that the show is about betrayal. Examples. And but I'm not talking about like actual. Well, that was a like, horrible example. Hypothetical. Well, too bad if it was a horrible example. It was an example. Okay. It was a horrible example. I'm just pointing it out. Sorry. You could have done better. You, you're all. Oh my goodness. Uh, Who would you con, Falcon? Why is it? It's. A, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna con you because you have too much ruby stuff that I want. Hey, give me that entire wall. No. <laughs> uh, no, I mean maybe you never know. No, no, I wouldn't even let anyone in my room. You have to I was somehow. Gonna make, I was gonna make a joke of a person that we both know, but then that would be a terrible person to joke. Oh, you about, mean Kaizen? So not, no, not Kaizen. Uh, oh. I was gonna joke and be like, hey, I could con Biddy, but then I'd feel bad. Blind, wow, blind he person, wouldn't. He so. wouldn't see it coming. <laughs> That's terrible, but funny at the same time. Um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah, real life, probably no one. Um, if I was going to do like a fake character, definitely not Blackbeard because I wouldn't want to die. Um, who would I want to? Who would I want to? I don't know. Uh, we made the question, none of us thought about it. So I thought about just... it. I said Trump. <laughs> You didn't think about it. You're like, I guess Trump, because I don't know anybody else. 
and still somebody, and it's better than you who has nobody. <laughs> I would hey. be. Hey. Point room. for the condor. Point for the condor. Fine. Now you have to you play have this Ruby one Grimm point. Eclipse with me on stream. I already did play Ruby Grimm Eclipse with you on stream. Don't not you remember? Even, we did, we did a mission or two. Not even an hour. <laughs> well, we were waiting for Mass Effect to unlock, okay? Yeah, that's cool, but we're playing it on Sunday, except that it works, so never mind. Yeah, that I'm playing more Mass Effect on Sunday. No, Mass Effect is canceled. What? Yep. Oh, sad days. Yep. Sad days. If you're gonna go, you're gonna go on your PS5, and it's not gonna be there anymore. They're gonna delete it from the console. Uh, you can only be play glad the Mass have... Effect Three multiplayer from now on forever. Mass Effect multiplayer is on. Mass Effect Three multiplayer is not even on there. Well, I guess you gotta get the PS3 again. I mean, I've thought, I I want to platinum every version of these games that I can, so I'll be getting a PS3 again anyway. But we're not talking about Mass Effect, okay? That's right, we're talking about Dark Actually, Souls. fine. I would rob Saren for Mass Effect 1. He's kind of a jerk. Sure, he's working with ancient machine gods, but whatever, I can take him. I'll have Shepard with me. It'll be great. We were actually supposed to have a guest star today coming to the podcast, but Falcon killed him in Mass Effect. Oh, man. I really wanted him to join us. He was a big fan of The Great Pretender. Oh, was he? We go way back and you killed him. No, who was this? I don't even remember his name. (laughs) Oh, Condor. What would I do without you, my friend? What would I do? Uh, What's Uh, next on the list? uh, Our favorite moments. Well, I guess this is starting to get get into more spoilery territory. Yeah, probably. Uh, So if you don't want to remain 100% spoiler free on everything and absolutely everything, please leave now. Find us on Twitter at birdbropod.com. Or you could just skip to the end. interact with us. Or you can just skip to the end. Because we're probably still going to do the regular, do the call out. Even though Falcon already wrote what anime or what we're doing next week. You're the one who already mentioned at the start of the show. What else? But I wasn't the one who confirmed it? it. I wasn't the one who confirmed that we were doing it next week. Uh, I didn't think that's what I did over the vacation you were doing. So why don't you watch your mouth, Mr. Falcon, okay? Well, I don't need this attitude from you, okay? <laughs> I'm just trying to drink Cherry Coke and record a podcast. <laughs> why don't you go watch the I, dishes? <laughs> Why are you just randomly mentioning that? And besides, I watched you mentioned yesterday, it earlier. Okay? <laughs> Ow, I hit my head on my dresser. Ow. That's what you get. I'm, a, I'm being bullied. Help. You're not being bullied? Gosh. I'm being bullied. Oh, anyway. Favorite moments. Yeah, so as we, mentioned, as we mentioned, yeah, there's going to be spoilers for this. We'll be part. starting now. If you don't Skip like it, to the end, or just come back after you've watched it. Yeah, um, that's what you can do. So I have a lot of favorite moments for this. All right, anime. start us so off. I'm I'm gonna say none of them are from Case Two because Case Two was probably the most boringest for me. Not that it was bad, but it was most boring. I think Case Two is just the least memorable of them. I don't think it's a bad case. I just think the other two did everything a little bit better. Gonna gonna have to start with Case One, where obviously the part where Abby and Laurent died because I'm just like, wait, what? They died. I thought they were actually dead. A part of me, there was a thought in the back of my head thinking, no, they're not actually dead. Because as we mentioned with the, with Cynthia, so Cynthia, when she got introduced, she was introduced as an FBI person. She, yeah, that was that was, was my favorite moment was when you find out like the reveal that she's not actually the FBI person. I didn't expect that at all. Not even when Cynthia was like trading money with the gangster guy. I didn't expect that because mm-hmm. I, I know people are corrupt, even like the, the cops and everything. So I'm like, mm-hmm. this is probably just for her to get money. So just like do it, but like, no, it, she she was she was on Laurent's team. She was a con man. Laurent and Abby aren't actually dead, but basically they get shot. Uh, Makoto goes crazy. He literally holds Cynthia at gunpoint. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he runs. The gangster guy follows him, and then the 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 guy who was protecting his bodyguard, who has a son. I really like that. By the way, that bodyguard guy was a really good character. I like Salvatore a lot. I like that he got a lot of focus. It was really good, and then like. And the whole situation resolved itself. Literally, I was literally in Makoto and I was like, wait, what? Cynthia was a good guy? They're not actually dead? They actually got him arrested? What? It was all according to plan and we didn't know? That's mm-hmm. what gets you into the show because it's all a big surprise and everything. And you really Yeah, Edamura thinks he's just like it. really botched it up. And then it's like, no, we were in on this all the whole time. Why didn't you tell me? Well, we needed you to be surprised. <laughs> it's like, oh, you jerks. But uh, yeah, I like what? Oh, which is kind of weird because if you really think about it, like his his raw reaction was great, but they still tell him everything in the cases, the second and the third case. Yet he still acts like super good in those mm-hmm. cases as well. So I think they were more nervous until it was like his first time working with them if he could pull uh, it off. That's so I think they just kind of left him out of the loop on a lot of it just to like cover their bases. Then when they well, found he out he's more capable. Spectacularly. Yeah. 
Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, let's see what's another favorite moment. I mean, I have more, but it's your turn, so you say a favorite. Moment. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say originally the Cynthia moment, but that kind of ties in with yours, so I won't. Um, let's see. Case two. I like when they're trying to escape the building in case two a lot. And then they jump um, out the window. Yeah, when they, they do the whole like jump out the window type thing. I really, I really liked that part a lot. That whole little sequence. That's very heist like, you know. It is. It, it very much is like, oh crap, we gotta get out of here now. Let's go. It was definitely um, a, it was definitely a highlight. I did not expect Makoto to just jump out the window. No, not that at all. Was completely and unexpected. Wasn't it Abby catches him in the plane beneath him, or did he have like a I forgot how he got doesn't like die from it. I don't know if he had a pair, I don't remember how, but uh I have it no because he jumped out so with like, Abby. Oh that's right, he did jump out with Abby, that's right. I think um, just, I think they just landed in the water. Oh yeah, there was there was there was like the river or the lake or whatever. Yeah, because remember right. Abby laughed and then the episode ended. Yeah. That was what I was trying to tie in earlier saying Abby might have a little bit more respect for him because of after that case. Yeah, he, he did what he needed to do to get out of there so then he could caught. Um that I really like that moment. The whole lead up to the Sam realizing that he was getting conned and that he needed to go confront them to get his money back and they had only like two minutes or whatever to find a way out and everything wasn't going entirely to plan just like all right let's just go to get I out of here because we gotta get it, out i guess if there was one thing i liked from case two it would be uh that they let the old guy uh like the old guy in the wheelchair like the mm-hmm. basically what was sam's brother's name samson no clark Clark basically because Clark and that guy had like a big rivalry, but there was an accident because of Sam being a, a booty hole. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, but basically, it was supposed to be uh, Abigail who was supposed to fly, but instead of Abigail, they let they let uh, the old guys fly mm-hmm. instead. And he, he was really happy about it. And uh, Clark knew about it too, like halfway through the like the thing. He so, figured out when their like planes got close together or whatever. He's like, This doesn't seem like her, and so they like kind of go together and he's like all right it's you let's go let's was, let's see who's it, better it was really great honestly i really liked that moment mm-hmm. as well i obviously that wasn't according to their plan but it didn't really no. like matter at that point because they were literally at the final step and all the pieces were in place so they just had to grab the money and run essentially at that point like when the race was about to end like all right let's just take the money and leave which uh, leads to them jumping out the window so. yeah so it didn't yeah, really I matter who went won or lost like they really tried needed, needed their team to win to like make the other guy mad but at the same time if they didn't it would just be like okay well basically the conclusion uh, uh basically the conclusion of the, the thing was good i just realized i never plugged in my dang laptop oh man you're yeah. you running low on juice yeah well this thing will just die if it it does and i don't want that to happen during the podcast. yeah that would be terrible i'd have to finish the rest by myself it would become the falcon <laughs> cast not the not the bird brothers cast all right do you have another favorite moment falcon uh let's see I'll pick one from case three, I guess. Oh, that's the one I was going to pick next, you copycat. Um, I will say, we kind of talked about it a little bit already, but I really liked, I really loved the moment when uh, Edamura buys the painting from the board house so they can pay off their debts and he can still live there, uh, only to find out that it was actually this like $20 million painting that he had no clue about and so now he was he pl- had planned the successful small heist with the group minus laurent and all and happy that he's now getting to stay in his place that's really cheap in france and just live his life only to find out now he has to try to find a way to steal the painting back to sell it for more money and get it i really like that he, he thought he was all great and did it and it's like nope you actually royally screwed up <laughs> you didn't know what you're talking about and uh you he made originally like, wanted to get 50 million from that guy too yeah yeah um but i like i liked that kind of whole moment of his realization that he goofed up and he was gonna have to talk to laurent to bail him out even though he didn't want to work with him anymore uh it happens uh-huh. what can i say now going back to, to the case three uh honestly i'm thinking about it again i really like the conclusion i think i'll just mention it now but like it's the part where they're bidding for it at the end and and uh, the, he was supposed to have the 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 guy I forget his name but he was like the really bad guy they were trying to con. Uh, he was gonna have his wife like bid like all the money on it, but then obviously they were recording the conversation that they. It wasn't had. even his wife. It was just like this lady he was stringing oh, right, along. She had wife. money. Yeah, basically some lady. It was horrible. But uh, and then Cynthia comes and sits next to him, 
And uh, basically, as I mentioned, they were trying to get 50 million out of him, but he, they literally, instead of that, they doubled it getting a hundred million out mm-hmm. of him. Yeah. And I really like that because after, as you, after you learn the things that happens in the show, like with him and what he did, I wouldn't say that with what happened with, with her lover was like his, like his fault. Like the, the, the guy who they tried to con, it was definitely the guy's fault for like getting too much into it, you know, like getting mm-hmm. too far into the, like the, 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 the conning ways, right. like making a fake and stuff, making the fake art. But uh, it was really nice to see him to get that little revenge because that guy was, was like a, a dick. So right, yeah. I liked it. Basically the moment where he's like panicking and, uh, he did keep raising their hand, and obviously, I I obviously knew that they were gonna it was gonna work out, even if he refused. But uh, it was still nice to see like them go above and beyond what mm-hmm. was expected. I really liked that. It was a good conclusion to the case. Yeah. Yes, I really liked it a lot. The, the case three was great. Case three was great for character wise, but case one is still good for like what that what the fuck. It's a good start. Obviously, case three is my favorite, but case one is a good way to start the show. It's a good way to get feel- you into it it's definitely the best one to pull you into it and i feel like that's not necessarily more on like what they're doing for the con but more the fact of we're seeing it kind of with edamura through like a fresh perspective yeah so it's kind of like i think the others could have done it well like that way as well if they changed a little bit to where that was the first case they were doing together but i think the first case since there's it's kind of more about edamura like getting drawn into the world and that will ranch is this mysterious you know thief kind of deal uh, but then otherwise it's about he learns about Salvatore and all that and then he's kind of just figuring out their work process and all that along the way um, oh yeah it was just I think it's still overall my favorite case although case three is not far behind at all uh, I could change my opinion very easily on that <laughs> uh, and I guess yeah. one more favorite part is probably my most favorite part is at the after after they con him uh cynthia and that guy they go to the coffee shop they went to in the past and they had like a nice little chat they definitely didn't get back together but i think it was a nice way to conclude their like mm-hmm. their friendship together i'm sure they're still like friends if they see each other again that'd be great but it was a nice conclusion to the, like their affairs together and like yeah. everything that happened i really liked it and i think it was thanks to makoto that that all happened so that's why i really like yeah. Makoto in case three because of all that i'm i'm the stickler for the guy who helps the other people with their lives and makes them happy i like that's why i like one piece yeah. So because Luffy goes in, he helps everybody uh, with their problems. That's why. I, so I like I like when Makoto did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to have a One Piece episode someday, but I doubt we'd do it like normal. It would probably just be like, we're going to talk about it overall. Uh, overall, that would be painful. Would I mean, we be... could do it arc by arc, but that would be. Yeah, painful but even still, their arcs are crazy. Like Alabasta is what, like 80 episodes or something? Well, if we skip the filler. Yeah, true. We have to skip the filler. So. Uh, who knows but anyway, uh, you have any more favorite moments, Falcon? Because I'm fresh out. No, I think one per case is a good a good call. And that way they can kind of experience the rest themselves without getting just absolutely 100% everything spoiled for them on how everything oh, works out. yeah. Even though we are in the spoiler oh, yeah. section. But yeah, I'm good. Unless you have any more you want to talk about. No, I am good. I think we can end and we can go to our recommendations now. Or am I forgetting anything? All righty. Nope. Uh, that's it. The only thing after favorite moments is best fights, but there aren't fights in this because it's more of a comedy heist kind of show. Um, so we're on to recommendations. I guess it was my pick, so I will go first. Okay, so would first. I recommend... Whatever. Um, would I recommend The Great Pretender? I think so. I think oh. it's a very good... I think overall it's a good anime. Money. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be one like I'm going to remember in five years. Um, but I like it. I think it's the fact it only has subs for a little bit at the start and then it's pretty much English most of the rest of the way. Uh, you don't have to worry about the language barrier trying to show it to somebody and being like, what's well, all in Japanese. So you have to read all the subtitles, um, but it's a different enough genre. I think it could appeal to people who aren't usually interested into anime because um, it does have kind of more that kind of like heist movie kind of vibe to it. Um, overall for like an actual rating, I'm probably going to say a seven. I think, I think a seven is a good call. I like a lot of the characters, but, and we get a lot of their backstory, but they're also kind of like one note and what they do for the group a lot of the times. And I think if they kind of expanded that out a little bit where they could do a little bit more, that might be fun. But I think a seven's good. Uh, the voice acting's pretty good. I like the animation a lot. The storylines were good. Um, yeah, I think, I think a seven's 
pretty much where I, I could probably give that a good rating for. What about you, Condor? Me? Oh, you want to know what I think about this I anime, do. The Great Pretender on Netflix of 2020? What? Um, yeah. I liked it. Zero out of ten. Zero out of ten. Oh <laughs> no, no. I'm no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Joke. Um, so basically this is I feel like this is a good anime that anyone can get into. I feel like this could be a good first anime as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially with what they do at the beginning with like the language thing, like you mentioned. I really mm-hmm. like that if you're watching the dub. I really like that a lot. Um, I feel like anyone could get into it. And obviously, as I mentioned before, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but my basis for, for thinking of how someone would get into anime is if my mom would like it, because my mom yeah. does not like watch anime, but we've seen, I've showed her a few and she's like what she's seen. I think she would really like this only because of the settings. Like if they go to America, Singapore and stuff mm-hmm. like that, I feel like that was like, it's more realistic. It's yeah. more like a people's thing. And I think that's really good. So I think this is a good starting anime for that in that regard. Mm-hmm. uh i really like enjoyed what i saw it was definitely very fresh it was it was, it, it did what it did it, jesus it did what it was doing right uh mm-hmm. as you mentioned the animation was great the music was great and honestly i honestly probably just if i have a free day in the future i probably try to like bang out the nine episodes in fact i, I can see me do doing that. that too i actually might do that maybe next week or sometime i don't know but uh i would definitely be game to do that because i really liked it uh, what would I rate this? Uh, negative five out of ten. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, man. Oh, no, I'm actually okay. gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say probably a seven out of ten, maybe a seven point five. Uh, it wasn't the most interesting, but it did what it was doing right. Uh, will I remember this? Probably not, because Netflix will probably take it off because they usually do that. I mean, um, this is an original one, so will they? They usually don't take off the original stuff, do they? Wasn't Seven Deadly Sins an original? Maybe don't, I don't they remember. have seven? Didn't they take seven, like seven deadly sins off or something? Or am I? Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at that. Netflix takes off series all the time. Anyway, that's not the point. Well, the point is, I'm gonna give it the same rating as you. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I really enjoyed it for what it was doing. I'm looking forward to watching more. Uh, who knows? Maybe they'll make even more after season two. I'm not entirely sure. That depends. Uh, seven deadly sins is still on Netflix. Oh, oh, thanks for spoiling it. You're welcome. Yep. All right. Well, that's it. Yeah. Um, so this has been our opinion on The Great Pretender. If you watched it, let us know what you thought either on Twitter at BurberoPod or in the comments on the Podbean page. Just click on The Great Pretender and let us know. Uh, that'd be always be fun to hear from you all what you all think. As we've already said, next week, Condor has picked for us to watch Code Geass. And are we doing well, just season one or like, season two? One it's two? more like I didn't pick it. It's more like I watched the anime. I watched the anime when you were on vacation. You're like, all right, we're doing a podcast on it. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I'd prefer to do both seasons, but it's like 50 episodes. But you said it yourself, season two is better than season one. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, highly yeah. agree with that sentiment. So we're so going to you- try to do both seasons. So possibly expect a long one, possibly not. Who knows? Um, but yeah, if Falcon we'll can't watch season done. one, then we can do season two another time. Yeah, I, it is my shorter week at work, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to. He only um, has to watch 50 no episodes of anime, guys. Come on, he can do anime, it. Guys. Yeah. While working in if Mass Effect streaming. If he starts right now. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it before, so if I need to like jump bits, I can. But it's, I haven't watched it since probably 2009. So it has been a long time. Um, so I definitely will need a refresher. I remember a lot of the main story beats, but... I, uh, Code Geass is one I feel like to give it a fair shake I need to know more than just the main story beats fresher on my we're, mind and we're only doing the anime we're not doing the movies because apparently the movies is a different canon from what I've heard possibly I'm not uh, sure no, it, does, not it, does, it does things differently apparently like my okay. friend I watched this because I was doing a bet with a fan, friend they told me to watch this anime and they would read Ruby fan fiction don't kill Didn't me they make I a season know. 3 of Code Geass very recently soon they confirmed it but basically it's after the movie which the the newest movie okay uh, is uh based off the movies that they the, the, uh, three movies okay. are like the recaps that's what i've heard so basically yeah basically they told me that like if i'm going to watch the movie i'd have to like they have to tell me some things that are different than what happened in the anime so yeah. if i'm to get back into kogias again i probably watch all the movies when i can and then i can watch the new one and then i can watch the anime that takes place after the movie Mm-hmm. I don't know why they decided to, to reboot it like that, but that's just the way they did it. I've, I've always been hesitant on the movie because I, I'm not going to say what happens, but Code Geass season two has my favorite anime ending of all time. I love how it ends. So like, it has a pretty good. Ending. I don't want to watch anything further because I'm worried it's going to ruin the ending of season two for me. 
So I've always been very hesitant on like watching one. I'm like kind of just like having the first two seasons watched and be done with it. Um, but we'll see if we want to do it for the podcast. I'll, I'll probably cave. And you watch just it, watch. But... You just watch the movies. I watch the anime. So we talk about it like that. <laughs> no, you only have to watch three movies. Technically, you could do that in a week. Oh, you totally could. I could just watch one movie a night after work and be done. Um, but you know, it happens. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this has been our episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Um, we'll see you next week as well. Condor, anything you want to say to the people before we leave? Make sure to follow us on Twitter at hashtag birdbropod and make sure to join our Discord server, which will be Discord. in the link below. See, none of you guys have been joining our Discord, which makes me think that you guys don't like us. So you should join our Discord so you could chat about us and make Falcon play Ruby Grim Eclipse with me on stream. If you have Ruby Grim Eclipse, you can join us as well. It's only $30 on the Nintendo Switch. Thank you very much. Make sure to also make sure to also like our Tumblr, which we don't have. Yeah, we don't have a Tumblr. Don't don't like it. Because I I'm trying to think of a good way to choose Ruby as a topic because I feel like we can't do I want to do the first three volumes, but I feel like that's a lot to talk about. And then like we got the not really. Mm. Well, maybe I'll talk about it in the future. Look forward to Mm. it. Maybe bonus episodes. You can do just like a Ruby bonus episode. It's just me talking about Ruby fan fiction. Always talking about Ruby fan fiction. All right. Goodbye, everybody. This is it. Goodbye. Yeah. See you next week.